0: The Money Show,
1: ad feature
0: (laughs) with Andy Rice.
1: So two figures stole the Jubilee. One was a Peruvian bear, um, which some wags pointed out. Had he arrived in London at Paddington Station in 2022, he'd probably have been deported to Rwanda. Um, and, of course, the Queen, who did a marvellous acting job, second only to the acting job she did with Daniel Craig at the time of the London Olympics, when she pretended to throw herself out of a helicopter. Those, to me, were the highlights of the Jubilee celebration celebrations but there were a couple of interesting ad campaigns around those jubilee celebrations to andy rice that really captured some imagination some good and some bad
0: yeah i'm not sure um, whether the jubilee has been quite as unanimously supported as some of the other major events that attract advertising attention but let's let's be generous and say that this was indeed an event worthy of running your brand advertising alongside. And there were a couple, there's always an opportunity in these topical ads to be a little bit humorous, lighthearted. And um, well, you know, one of them was McDonald's. McDonald's a um, uh, very well-known brand and a very well-known payoff line, which is, we're loving it. And of course, if the Queen's version of that were to be published, as it was indeed on a massive great billboard in London, it said, One's loving it, <laughs> which I thought was, which I thought was a nice play and a nice adaptation of the of the sort of uh, streetwise and and the mainstream uh, line. Um, uh, we're loving it. To of course the, the the royal version. One's loving it, and that was just one example. There was then there was the. Um, uh the company Heinz, you know, Heinz, the sauces and condiments and everything else, nice and yummy company. Well, they had uh, a couple of product packaging changes, which they introduced for the duration of the celebrations around the Platinum Jubilee. And so it was that um, HP Sauce became HM Sauce, Her Majesty's oh, clever, Sauce. Clever, clever. And they then they relabeled a uh, uh, considerable quantity uh, to, to justify this, I suppose. And another one from the same stable, salad cream became, I think you can guess it. Salad, salad queen. queen. Oh, okay?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm getting into this advertising thing. It's easy. <laughs>
0: well, it's easy if you've got nice big, massive uh, national events every, every week, which people are uh, keen to be involved, in, yes, but uh, certainly not quite as many examples I could find from a fairly cursory, admittedly, um, search on on online for uh, for more examples. But those, those, there was a third one actually that probably is worth looking at, which was the, the Sunday Times and the, the this is the London Sunday Times and the London Times Daily, not the same newspaper as we have here, but they did a big promotion to to uh, publicise a giveaway. Um, a special brochure to commemorate uh, is remarkable, by any standards, of platinum jubilee, seventy years. Um, but what they did very cleverly was they took all of the uh, photographs they could find of Her Majesty from their archive and photoshopped them in such a way that they appeared to be, <coughs> excuse me, appeared to be in the same uh, p- same place at the same time. So you have the, the current Queen, the one who uh, was seen in a, in that. Uh, that Shakespearean effort with with um, not Basil Brush. He's he's my favourite. I mean Paddington Bear, um, but uh, a, a shot of her at her current age shaking hands with her own self, um, sometime uh, much younger, part of her reign. And there, there's a lovely shot of seven different Queen Elizabeths from seven <laughs> different eras getting onto the um, you know, the classic wave as you get on board the. The royal jet. Well, of course, he, I mean you do it all the time. But um, there, there, there was this lovely photograph of a collection of collection of queens, all from different eras, together promoting the Sunday Times brochure on her reign. Elton so, yeah, John.
1: I, was, I, I can just imagine a collection of queens from different eras. Freddie Mercury, Elton John. <laughs> a bit, it's just, the possibilities no, are no. endless.
0: Where, okay, sorry. Where's your Where's your political correctness, Mr. Mitchell?
1: Um, I'm I'm just uh, simply using the language that they would attribute to themselves under this (laughs) context, I'm afraid. Um, So here, uh, I mean, what's so interesting about this is Brand Britain, And, you know, for all of the catastrophes, political catastrophes of the last two or three years, Brexit and its mangling of trade agreements and uh, the way in which things have fallen apart on that particular front, the failure to reinvigorate the NHS, as Boris Johnson promised he would do with the savings from not participating in EU politics and in the EU Parliament. Um, And, you know, Britain goes through this massive feel-good weekend, which if we were going to, a, a, a vote of no confidence in our president um, on a Monday evening. I, I think we would have ignored the celebrations on the weekend and had lots of talking heads pontificating endlessly about the importance of the boring politics and just missing out on the spectacle, the pomp, the ceremony, and all of the fun stuff. And I wonder if Brand Britain is, look, you know, superseding Brand Boris and the political mess that exists in that particular environment.
0: Yeah, I think you've, you've got a good point there, Bruce. But I think we should also remember that the preparations for the Jubilee had been going on for probably um, close to a year or more, and uh, they would have been in no position to anticipate what the political environment might have been when the time comes. So, um, But that's always been the way, hasn't it? The royal family are just this magnetic draw card which uh, just pulls people in, not just from within Britain yeah. to demonstrate their... We've heard from all 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 corners of the world and and in the interviews i don't know if you watch much of the of the broadcast yeah. on sky but the interviews were um every time they sort of what well, they they grabbed someone from the crowd it was as likely to be someone from Latvia as it was from from piccadilly mm-hmm. but um yeah i mean it, it, people have done the done the maths and said how much does the royal family contribute to the to the British economy, to the United Kingdom economy, an enormous amount, and it never seems to flag. Every year on, year in, year out, there are the guests, there are the visitors, there are the. Um,
1: yeah, it's it, it's nothing short of astonishing, and being able to rise above petty politics is, I think, the greatest gift you can give a country as a politician <laughs> as a politician. Let's yes. move on yeah. to your heroes and zeros this week, Andy, because that's why we all listen. That's why we pay attention. Um, your hero. Yes,
0: my hero is an interesting one because it was a zero not so very long ago. Oh, um, make up your mind, and
1: tr- make up your mind. Come on.
0: <laughs> well, it, it, it was a zero because I felt that the 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 line extension into a completely different category was probably not appropriate, and that was for Tracker. A tracker, we know as as certainly one of the pioneering uh, car recovery, car location and recovery services, and they suddenly launched. Um, a uh, service which was which was called um smart geezer i think that was it and this was a some strange method by, by which you could control the temperature of your of your of the boiler or the, the heater in your geezer um from remote locations you know from, from latvia for example so um i just felt that this was a little bit down market um, and and not quite carrying through the uh, the, the real strength of Tracker. Well, they, whether they've abandoned that campaign, I don't know. But they've got a new campaign they're running at the moment, which is, I think, much much uh, more, shows more understanding of the requirements of a, of a decent advertising campaign. And um, it's, it's, got a, it's got a visual language, which I think is attractive, which is a yellow uh, spot colour, which they use as if it was one of your yellow highlighters on the bits of copy that you want to highlight. So, for example, there was one a few weeks ago which the the page was just towns and places in South Africa crammed as many as you could get onto them, no words in between, just names, 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 names. And right in the middle of this massive display of names was one of them, I think it was Harry Smith, uh, highlighted, and, and the headline simply said, um, relax. We'll we'll look after your fleet, and turn, you'll and you'll know exactly where every vehicle is. And it was just a clever visual demonstration of of the promise, which was we know where your truck is. And uh, n- another one that was in just this last week was um, in on in the business press. Relax. Read the paper. We'll manage your fleet. Then again, ah. the design language that uses the yellow highlighter to to draw your attention towards the copy they want you to read it's uh, i think it's a good example of, of of understanding the role of visuals and and copy and uh being brave enough to run ads which the bulk of the of the page is not uh, taken up by anything other than, than than bare space i think i think tracker deserve a hero for um, uh, this particular campaign and i think it's going to i think they're going to keep on with that style i certainly would for the future
1: okay good one thank you andy what about dual zero Uh, this is a brand that has been a hero more times than probably every other brand on our market and certainly in the vehicle category there was a time where they could do nothing wrong
0: well that's exactly the point bruce Um, uh, that that when you set the bar to a certain height uh, because you've got really good talent behind your brand then you're going to have to keep beating that and and, and, and getting higher and higher. Um, I mean, you would know that as an, as an author of two books, Bruce, that you have to, each one is, is difficult, is more difficult than the one before. Well, in this particular know, Each, case, each, each word and, is more uh,
1: difficult fault. than the one before, Andy. It's <laughs> each book. It's each bloomin' word.
0: Yes. <laughs> Yes, there was a copywriter who was asked how he wrote such great, uh, great copy. And he said, it's simple. I, I just stare at a blank page until a drop, drop of blood appears on my forehead. Is that the way you write books? Precisely.
1: From every
0: pore. Well, anyway,
1: anyway, we're distracted.
0: Back, back to the subject at hand, which was Volkswagen advertising. So they, they're launching a couple of new new models um one completely new one called the Tago, I think it is, if uh, that's the correct pronunciation, T-A-I-G-O. It appears to be a, a small coupe-like SUV. And there's a television campaign to launch it which um, has a rather predictable structure and, and narrative. It's a, the, the, our heroine is uh, in, a, in a miserable office environment and just wants to get out and get some freedom. And what vehicle provides that freedom after office hours? Well, of course, it is Volkswagen Taigo. Tago, Taigo? I don't know. But anyway, um, whatever it may be, it's, I think, a, quite a predictable uh, structure and there is an on, on if you go online look which you, you come up with a, a 90 second version of the television campaign that's running with our heroine losing enthusiasm for life, and that's that works very well. But when it's cut down to a 30, which was the first time I saw it on television as opposed to social media, a 30 second version, it goes through the narrative so fast. That you hardly see the name of the vehicle. You hardly see any of the of the of the of the narrative at all um, of, of, of of the written narrative on the on, on the screen. And I think that it could have been uh, you're only just about make out that it's a Volkswagen ad, let alone a Volkswagen Taigo ad. So I think that that there's a misunderstanding there in terms of branding when you cut down from a ninety to a thirty, which I'm sure is the way that this went. All directors and and creative people want to make the longer version the movie version almost and in this particular case i think cutting it down to 30 to get decent frequency on television uh, had the effect of uh, making the 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 narrative and the issues they wanted to get across which is this is a brand new vehicle um they did it uh, rather poorly i think and interestingly forgive me bruce there is another Volkswagen campaign that's running at the moment for a new version of the vw caddy little sort of small trendy van and um, that has gone to the trouble of doing a completely the the reverse narrative not the predictable i hate my job i need a car to take me away at the weekend in this particular case the proponents were the were the kids who were being taken away every weekend by the parents to things that their parents had chosen which they didn't want to do and it was and and so to the kids if you like they were they were looking forward to uh getting back home at the end of the weekend uh, and i just think it was a, it was a nice juxtaposition of two ads from the same company one which was straightforward predictable and, and ordinary in my view that's the tago and one that had at least a twist in the tail which was the caddy so zero i'm afraid to uh, to vw for the t- for the launch of the tago on television
1: Thank you, Andy Rice, our branding and advertising expert. Big Fat Zero VW for Tago, no-go Tago, but a hero for a former zero in tracker.